right, everybody, welcome back into a brand new episode of Dimming the Gaslight. My name is Mac, and thanks for coming in for the newest episode. So um, big shout out to my lawyer, Brittany Parisi at a Parisi Law Firm in New Jersey for last week's episode about how to be your own best advocate and represent yourself in court so that, you know, you can have the best outcome if you have to go pro se or, you know, if, um, you know, you can't afford a lawyer or something like that. And we did that episode because we get a lot of questions about people, you know, in terms of like organizing evidence. And it's cool. I got a couple of you guys reached out via email to Brittany and I asking if we'll help do your evidence. And uh, yeah, well, we haven't done it yet, but we're going to formulate a plan. And yeah, we will help people. Um, I might have to charge for it after a while because, uh, yeah, we'll get to it. But um, we did say on the episode we'll do a pro bono for a little while anyway. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll go through it. Anyway, the reason we did that episode is... Uh, I don't know if you caught on. I had one of my friends caught on, but they asked me, they said, what are you going pro se or something? And I just laughed. And the answer is, yes, I am going pro se. Um, I know this kind of sounds like sort of a shock, maybe. Um, and I have absolutely no problem with Brittany, but I got to tell you guys a little story. Last week, she did that episode that you wouldn't have known with a broken heel on her foot and a broken tailbone. Brittany has a dog, and I think it's like a pit bull or something. I wish she was here to tell me, but she is, she is a dog, and the dog is a relatively big dog. It, it, it like chases squirrels and rabbits and other animals and stuff, and when Brittany walks the dog, rather than tying the dog on the leash to her hand, she ties it to her waist in case the dog takes off, and apparently the dog ran after some little critter or something and drug Brittany down the hill, and she broke her heel and her tailbone. So Brittany needs surgery, right? And, you know, she told me this whole story and I was, you know, concerned for her health. But when things sort of calmed down and, and we were able to talk about it, she's like, I'm so sorry. And this is only going to delay your case more because now she needs surgery. And I'm like, fuck, man. And so she and I had this conversation about how I know my case better than anybody. And uh, her injury is going to delay the case. And she's like, I think you should go pro se for now. And she's like, you could always hire me up, hire me back without prejudice. But she's like, I believe in you and you can do this. And I was like, okay. So yeah, I am back to being pro se only for the marital case, not for the DV case. So Brittany is still going to represent me within the DV case. Um, but the reason I'm doing this episode today is because I went to court today pro se and it worked out really well. So I want to tell you guys what happened today. Um, so we get to court, you know, next always plays the typical bullshit victim complex crap. I'm, Im I'm immune to it at this point. Um, I was nervous, but the thing is, is that normally when, when Brittany comes to court with me, I'm a lot more, um, I don't know, I always feel better when Brittany shows up, but I knew that wasn't on the, on the table today. So I was confident, you know, cautiously confident. And you know, in the past, Brittany told me that in the back chambers with the judge, the judge has told Brittany that, you know, my neck is completely unreasonable. And she mentioned that I come off, I guess, a little arrogant to the judge. So I went in there with that understanding. But I was also thinking, listen, even if I come off a little arrogant, I understand. But the problem is, is that there's evidence and there's facts and those speak for themselves, regardless of, you know, how my demeanor is perceived. Um, the evidence and the facts speak for themselves and we're a week away from Thanksgiving. So there's some pivotal things that need to be discussed. And so really the real reason for the 
the court date today was because, you know, in the past, I told you guys, dude, court takes so long. It takes so long for so many things. And so we, the court today was about emotion. I won the whole podcast thing. The podcast isn't going to be shut down, but there's still conversations about parenting time and there's still conversations about um, finances. And so when I went to court today, uh, we sit down and the judge acknowledged, she goes, obviously, you're not here with representation. I said, Your Honor, I know. I said, um, I explained the situation with Brittany. And I said, for the last two years, I've been hemorrhaging, hemorrhaging, hemorrhaging money. And it's just really not feasible for me to go to to have representation. Um, so there is a what's called an MSA, a marital set- settlement agreement that has been circulating for the better part of 13 months. But when I first got that MSA, it was with my lawyer prior to Brittany. And so we got the marital settlement agreement and I went through it. And there's just obviously, honestly, the thing is, is that the next wants me to carry the financial burden of the children, but give me as little time as I can with the children. And I'm sure she's listening to this right now. She's listening to the podcast going, bullshit, that's not true. You know it's true. You want me to carry the financial burden and you want to interfere with my time with my children, okay? So a major part of the marital settlement agreement is holidays. And as I'm recording this, Thanksgiving's only a week away and Christmas is around the corner. And if you guys remember last year, um, I made a motion for my kids on Christmas and I won that motion. But it's funny, so... My next is actually claiming that I don't celebrate Christmas. After I went through all that last year, now she's claiming that I don't celebrate Christmas and that I'm of a different denomination. So I should only celebrate like that version of Christmas, which is an outright lie. Um, So I put in the motion like I'm not even discussing that. But she also says that I will never have my kids on Christmas um, you know, in the the marital settlement agreement. Says I, you know, on any day I won't have my kids on Christmas. I won't have them on Easter. Um, She wanted to give me like three hour window for like Thanksgiving. It's just an absolute joke. So um, we went back into court today and I was by myself and the judge said to me, she's like, you know, you're not represented. And this causes a problem because there's certain conversations that if my nexus attorney isn't comfortable having, then we can't really have. And I was like, well, I can represent myself. And so of course, the next attorney gives this whole long diatribe about her perception of the MSA. And yes, it's your perception of the MSA. Um, it's, you know, it's so crazy. And, I, and I'm going to elaborate on it more uh, later. But I'm really angry with the Nexus attorney. We know that they hire, I, I talked about this on the Britney episode last week, they hire pit bulls to represent them. But my Nexus attorney is real low life. And, and I'll and I'll speak to it more when I get to this part. But so the next and the attorney, they had the MSA for over a week with my responses. Court was on Wednesday, but I didn't get their rebuttal to my MSA, like my responses to the MSA, which were completely fair. Like, you know, odd evens, dad gets them on holidays, even years, mom gets them on holidays, you know, like that sort of thing. And the next just completely fucked the whole thing up. And so... The the Nexus lawyer gives this whole long diatribe about how they gave us all these bullet points and what we sent back was completely, she used the word ridiculous. Um, you know, 
it's it's just it's I don't even know what to say. It's so frustrating with with dealing with two idiots, you know, and um, experts on manipulation. The two of them are real true experts on manipulation. Um, so I talked. I, I I said to the judge, I go, listen, we can't even. She's representing that I don't even celebrate Christmas, and I just I mentioned the motion, but I spent thousands of dollars on that. I was like, we can't even agree on Christmas. Never mind some of these really large things. I was like, but the real problem is there's, I, I said to the judge, I said, there's two issues here. I said, it's finances and it's children. Unfortunately, the next is using the children as if they're a trophy to be won. I said, but they're not a trophy to be won. They need both parents. I was like, unfortunately, she's not acting in their best interests. And, um, you know, because of that is why we're not coming to amicable you know, settlements. But the problem is, is that like anybody listening to this knows that you can't settle shit with a, a narcissist. You can't mediate anything with a narcissist. In fact, I would get a better deal if the judge just chose because it would be fair. The The next never, again, she wants me to carry 100% of the financial burden, but give me no time with my kids. It's ridiculous. Uh, give me a second. I need to take a quick swig of a drink. So yeah, um, so I said, my kids are not a trophy to be won. And so basically, the the judge asked me, she goes, have you gotten the opposition's uh, corrections to the MSA? I said, I did. Today is Wednesday. I received it on Monday afternoon. And on Tuesday, I had parenting time. So essentially, I had less than 24 hours to review it. And if we go to like the most easiest things to agree on i started with holidays my next is absolutely unreasonably requesting basically all holidays and like she thinks i rent my kids it's horseshit so i said to the judge i said i will get back to the bullet points but like what i did is i went right she didn't give me enough time to answer and i went right to the thing you know the things that mattered and this is me kind of tipping my hand to the next because now they're listening to this and they know what matters to me but of course holidays matter to me and I said, if she can't even reasonably come up with a proper offer, even even after I came with even years, odd years, even years, odd years, and she still couldn't accept. So um, here's what the judge proposed. She said, OK, next week is Thanksgiving. She said a lot of people on vacation courts closed. She's like, do you think that you can respond to this MSA within the next two to three weeks? I said, sure. And she goes, can we set a date? So I said, sure. So they set a date for me to respond to these, um, to the MSA, the Mar Marital Settlement Agreement, on December 8th. Then, I think it's 10 days after that, the Nexus attorney has another 10 days to respond to me. Okay? Now, we set a return date for court as January 8th. And now this is the part that I like. Okay? On January 8th, if we're no closer to a settlement, they're going to get a new DV trial on the docket to go back to the DV trial. Because we can't push a settlement, really, with this lingering over our head in front of the DV. And we all know that's what I want. I want the DV trial. I'm not above settling next. I'm not above settling next and next as attorney. I want you to know I'm not above it. You guys are unreasonable and you're assholes, both of you. So... So the, the judge goes, you know, with the holidays. Okay, so that's the good thing. Returning January 8th. I'm excited about that. 
So we have about a little bit over a month with the holidays to work on, to come to a settlement with this MSA. I'm fine with that. Love it. Okay. Now she goes, you know, with the holidays coming up, let's negotiate a holiday thing. Now, what I did is I went online and found a schedule that is like a standard schedule in the state of New Jersey for parenting time, uh, especially with the holidays. And so I supplied it to the Nexus Council. And all of a sudden they go, oh, yeah, well, we'll agree to this. Like, you assholes. Then what do you do? You, you guys both know the judge sits there and goes, I don't want to waste time. I don't want to waste resources. And you guys want to act like you're just levitating ever, over everybody. Then why do you send me the bullshit in, in the MSA that says, oh, well, yeah, I get every Christmas. You were, you're not trying to be amicable. Stop it. Stop the facade. Stop. So all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, Mac sent us this schedule and actually we would agree to it. So here comes some of the good news. So every year, I want you to understand, I've had false allegations on me for the last two years and haven't gotten my kids in the holidays. Last year, when I made the motion for Christmas, um, I only got Christmas Eve. But I'll start with, I'll start with Thanksgiving for now. Um, I picked the kids up, I believe it's Thanksgiving Eve at four o'clock. And I drop them off Thanksgiving Day around 2 o'clock. So I get Thanksgiving Eve and Thanksgiving morning with the kids. And we'll just celebrate one day earlier. My kids really truly don't care too much about Thanksgiving. Um, so it's not that much of a dire holiday. It's not like Christmas. But, uh, you know, it'll be nice to, you know, it's not about it's not about presents and shit like that. It's about the time. You don't remember Thanksgivings and holidays and Christmases. You remember the time you spend with your family. So, um... I'll make sure I make that Christmas good for my kids. And then, um, so now Christmas, this is what I'm most excited for. Okay. I pick the kids up on Christmas Eve at 4 p.m. And I drop them off Christmas morning at noon. So officially, Santa Claus is coming to town for the first time in two years. My kids will sleep over on Christmas. And it means so much to me it means so much to me so the fact that my next knows it means so much to me she's gonna ruin it she's gonna the kids are gonna come out crying and somehow you're gonna gaslight them you know you are because you're a terrible mother and yeah but i got the kids for christmas and so this weekend they're gonna sleep over we're gonna set up the christmas tree and stuff and it'll be great um i'm worried about presents and stuff but then again they don't need a lot of presents they don't i'll make it work i'll make christmas special i'll find a way um, and then, so here's another thing. And so we worked that out and pretty amicably, and I was happy about it. And I was happy I gave that schedule. Now, one more thing I had to work out is that, um, so currently my visitation with the kids is I get them every Tuesday from 4.30 to 7 for dinner and every other weekend from Friday evening to Sunday evening. But on the weekends that I don't have my kids, that on, I go a whole week without seeing them, which is so unfair. It's so unfair. And um, so I explained this to the judge and the judge heard me. And she basically said to Nexus attorney, she's like, he's right, right? But of course, Nexus attorney comes in and goes, your honor, the problem is, is that he's seeking parental modifications and we're trying to figure out the finances. Now, if we give him these parental modifications, then 
the finances, it's kind of like a slippery slope. But essentially, she represented that like, we can't give me bits and pieces and I choose which ones I want to do and which ones I don't. It's bullshit. Anybody listening to this knows that next as attorney, you're holding my kids hostage. You are holding my kids hostage. I bet you want to turn this off right now. You're holding my kids hostage. How you sleep at night, I don't know. But I'll tell you what. Next, you are awful. Next, you are awful. Next is attorney, and you're probably listening to this. You're worse. You are worse than next. And the reason that you're worse than next is because you know she's lying. You know she's lost witnesses. You've heard this podcast. You've seen the evidence. And all you care about is representing your client. But I have plenty of stories from other people who know that the lawyers, when they understand that their own client is lying, they do the right thing. Instead, what's the difference between a liar and a gaslighter? A liar, when they get caught at a lie, is they all back down. A gaslighter will double down on the lie. And you double down on keeping my kids away from me. Fuck you. Okay? Because you are a bad person. You are a very, very bad person, Nexus lawyer. And you know what? If you go back and you listen to it a couple episodes ago, uh, I did an episode and I thanked Nexus sister-in-law and I thanked her brother for being amicable at a football practice. And I took the high road. What I'm not going to do right now is I'm not going to take the high road. Okay? Back when I was single, right? I didn't have a girlfriend. I was perusing through Hinge. Nexus lawyer, I'm talking to you. Found you on Hinge. Hmm. Screenshotted it, sent it to a whole bunch of my friends, and I said, look at this shit. And one of your prompts on Hinge says, you get along best with people who understand the value of friends and family. Hey, Nexus attorney, now I know why you're single. Because you don't give a shit about family. You don't give a shit about Murrain. And all you do is you keep my kids away from me. Shame on you. How you look in the mirror at night, how you put your head on the pillow, I don't understand. You're a bad person. Very bad. So there's that. I'm throwing that out there. Fuck taking the high road. The fact that I can't have my kids for two and a half hours for a dinner date because you're worried about money, shame on you. Shame on you. Disgusting. That That is such a low form of human being. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to throw that out there. And then the, the judge said, you know what? She's kind of right. We got it. I mean, the judge upheld that. And, you know, I can't get mad at somebody falling for a manipulator because I fell for a manipulator. God, it's so bad. It's so, so bad. So yeah, I didn't get my kids for an extra dinner date. Um, but it is what it is that, that, okay. So here's my, here's my couple of takeaways. Number one, Nexus attorney is the scum of the earth, even worse than the next two, super happy about having overnights, uh, on Christmas and Thanksgiving, super exciting. Um, three upset about the Thursday, not getting additional bear time, but uh, four, I am excited for that January 8th date. Because that January 8th date, the judge told me 
to put together my quote unquote must haves and get it to Nexus attorney. So next, I'm getting those together for you. I'll give you my must haves. Okay. I gave you a settlement. I gave you a settlement that was amicable. It was reasonable. And next to the attorney, you stood in there and you lied and said, oh, this was completely unreasonable. And the red lines is disgusting human behavior. Disgusting. Be that as it may, I'll give you my must-haves. I'm not holding you up for anything. I'm going to give you what's fair. I'm going to give you what's fair. And if not, we'll continue with the DV trial. I wish you could see him just shrugging my shoulders. You guys are fucking terrible people. Jesus Christ. Um, just, oh, God, I'm just rubbing my hand in my, in my, my face in my hands. But anyway, I did walk out with good news. I walked out with expanded parenting time with my kids and holidays and just good stuff. Um, so I think I did good for pro se today. <laughs> um, and it was agreeable. So, um, yeah, things are things are okay right now. Uh, I have my kids this weekend, so maybe we'll put up the Christmas tree and I'll start jazzing them up, knowing that they're going to be here on Christmas. Put it up a little bit early, and uh, yeah, all is good. So, um, I'm still going to bring Brittany on this podcast uh, because I love you, Brittany, and you've always had my back. And there's absolutely no hard feelings. Um, I hope you heal up, get well soon. Um, if you guys do want to reach out to us, we will help you with your evidence. Um, you know, you guys, a few of you reached out to us and, and, you know, we will do it, but eventually I might have to charge for it straight up. Just being honest because my time is limited. Um, but yeah, things are, things are looking up and, um, I feel like there's an expiration date on Nexus lies and it's, it's can still be patient, man. How, how anybody can ask me to be patient, I still can do it, but, um, still frustrating but uh you know one last thing uh because it is the holiday season you know this will be the last episode i put out before thanksgiving but um i want to say that i am very grateful for all of you guys who pay attention to this podcast and my social media and you guys interact and man i'm super 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 grateful to have gotten these victories to in court this week it's like listen i'm not obtuse to the fact that like so many parents are fighting out there, you know, like w most of you guys are listening because you're fighting like I am and you're fighting for your healing and stuff like that. And I just want to extend a, a very special thank you to you guys. Um, I am very grateful. You know, th that's what Thanksgiving is about. It's about being grateful for what you have. And I have such an amazing support system uh, of people like I've never even met before. So, you know, shout out to you guys who've, you know, a lot of you guys have stuck with me since the very beginning of this podcast, you know, and you guys have seen kind of like the course of how this has all gone. And, you know, the, the that's why I do it. I do it so that you guys and I can relate to each other and know that we're not alone because we felt alone for so long. So truly, I want to extend a happy Thanksgiving to all you guys, those of you that celebrate. If you're missing your children this Thanksgiving, um, I was there too, man. I, I remember the very first Thanksgiving I had, I still had a TRO on me. And uh, I, at the time I was living with my father and my stepmother and they tried to make it special for me. And I just broke down at the kitchen table on Thanksgiving and just cried my eyes out. And then I went into the bathroom and I have a picture of me just working in the bathroom with like tears streaming down my face. I couldn't get a hold of myself. So I know what you're going through and, and 
if there's one thing I can do, it's I, I try and give you guys some hope. And if you're missing your kids or if you're missing your family, if there's some hardship that you're going through this Thanksgiving, just know this is not the end of the road. It is going to get better. I can promise you. Um, if I could be of any help, please reach out to me, and uh, you know I'd love to to hear from you. And if I can help in any way, just please reach out and let me know. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. I appreciate you. Happy Thanksgiving to those of you who celebrate. And uh, until next time, everybody.